Hey, did anyone take their pills? I did. I did right before this because it's late. Yeah. I saw I, her do it. I'm a witness. Yeah, I have a witness. I'm a character but, witness. But Julie, how could you see her do it? <gasps> Through the magic of being here. Of air travel. Of air of travel. Air travel. Of jet fuel. I heard mm-hmm. it's the way of the future. They say that, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one dude says that. At, at <laughs> least one person. Minimum. Yes. Um, Julia, welcome to Seattle. Hey! This is not the first episode of Transmission you've recorded in Seattle. No, but this is the first episode we've recorded where all three of us are here together. That's true. Yes. Yes. The Transistor's all in one spot. All here. Um, yeah, so... Um... Ashley, what's up? What's going on? Um, this is a... Wait, hang on. This is an anecdotal advice podcast, uh, hosted by me, Molly, and we have Julie here. Hi! And we have Ashley there. Hello! Uh, okay, now we're all introduced. We can keep doing the podcast now. Okay. <laughs> Wait, did we say what the name of the podcast is? Yes. No, it's Transmission Radio. I thought Transmission we did. Transmission Radio. Huh? Did we? No. Huh. We don't lead with that. That's re- we lead with Wait, the pills we're... thing. That's, no, I know we leave with And that. then we don't really talk about the name of the show. We assume people know it since they're listening to if, it. If they're listening to it, they know. Yeah, they know. You know. You we know. Trust you. Yeah. You know. You're smart. Yeah. You've got a podcast app, or you've put this on your RSS feed, or you're listening to this through a browser. You're brilliant. Yeah. You're smart. Uh, you're loyal. <laughs> you're loyal. Uh-huh. The vice of a house is on. Um... So, Julie has been staying with us for a few days now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is she's en route to wherever she's going to meet her boy. I'm I'm, I'm making a boy pickup. Boy pickup. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take a while. It's a long boy pickup. <laughs> listen, okay, listen. You gotta go through packaging. I gotta make sure everything's like sealed tight and uh-huh. ready to go. Uh, so many peanuts. I need so many peanuts. He actually doesn't like peanuts. Not even packing peanuts. I'm pretty sad. I mean, like, packing peanuts suck. I mean, what about circus yeah. peanuts? Yeah, what about circus peanuts? No, he's not a, he's not a peanut boy. He, he's one of those people who likes peanut butter. I don't think you know what we're asking when we say circus peanuts, actually. The candy? I mean, he probably wouldn't like them either. He doesn't like nuts in general. I mean, they're not nuts. They're very not nuts. They're marshmallows. Oh, he doesn't like marshmallows either. Okay. What the fuck? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Yo, why are you what? going to get this boy? Hey, 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 hey. I don't want to hear shit from either of you two. <laughs> I just made you fucking dinner. You did. You did. Right, Thank yeah, you very fair. much. Fair enough. Thank you, Julie. Uh, yeah, so um, you're going to be flying out tomorrow morning. Yep. Uh, it's a whole affair. Um, but we're glad to have you here with us. We're glad you got to stay. This has been a really fun trip. I mean, it's, it's explicitly really not an affair. I... <laughs> Ashley. Yes. Wow. <laughs> fucking Wow. Molly just has, like, her head down. Yeah. <laughs> like, I imagine the scene going to black and white <laughs> and just fading out. Wasted. <laughs> it's e- either that or, like, the host from the Twilight Zone just steps out to yeah. talk about yeah. the episode. <laughs> yeah. Your whole, your whole deal you've gone through. God. Also, it's really weird just staring at the Skype contact list and seeing my name offline. Yeah, you're right yeah. there. That's you're, you. You're offline. It says Jules. I did. Uh, I did start this. For the record, I am in a different room. Uh, yeah. For my own protection, really. I don't think that's what it's for. <laughs> I mean, uh, but but I did go looking for like oh like where's the Julian Molly call? 
<laughs> Listen, okay, nothing can top the realization I had today, which Molly fucking died laughing at. So, I don't apparently know how windows work in the US. <laughs> so, okay, alright, we got a, we got a few- Anthony, we got a, I have not got heard a, this. Alright, we got a- yeah, you weren't here, you were at work. We got a few fun Seattle anecdotes, let's start with oh, this one. Okay, by the way, uh, this is not gonna be really a focused episode. No, I put out a tweet. It is, yeah, just just so people who don't this follow us scatter shot. Yeah, this one we we posted a post on Twitter for like questions. I hope I hope we send it elsewhere, but if not, that's fine too. We don't have like yeah, but either yeah. way, that's this is basically a very like just general fun episode where we're gonna take general advice, but also this is the first time we've all yeah. been here together in one spot. We're, yeah, we're doing this because we're all managed to stay in one place. Yeah. Um. So, uh, here at Molly and Ashley's apartment. Uh, they have a couple windows open, uh, in the kitchen and living room across from each other, uh, which is great to, like, get a breeze through. Um, but I'm, like, sleeping in the living room. And, you know, first couple nights, like, oh, it's a little chilly, but I'm fine. And then, like, third night, I was like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna close one of the windows. They gave me permission. It's cool. And I went to go to the window and closed. I was like, don't know as much of a difference, but, oh, well, I'm pretty tired. I went to bed and early this morning, uh... We were Molly and I were recording another podcast, and uh, it was getting noisy outside on the street. And Molly said, "Oh, we should close the window." I was like, "I'll do it. I got it." I went to the window to close it, and so I opened it, and she pointed out and went, "Oh, oh, huh." So I closed it, and I realized I looked at the kitchen window, and I hadn't closed it. I just opened it more. Yeah. See, the thing is, we don't open the windows like all the way, just enough to you know get the breeze through. Um, what Julie saw that as was I need to push them all the way up uh, even more. And so, like, I kept hearing noise and I looked over and I'm like, why is it still... Julie, did you open the window? Uh, and she was like, no, I closed it. And I'm, like, looking and I'm like, no, that's just the screen. Like, you have to close it. And she was like, what? And that's how... That's the story of how Julie didn't realize in the middle of the night she only opened the window more and made herself colder. That's where. I, that's how Julie learned what windows are. Yeah. That's not a thing in Australia. We're simple, we're simple people. Like... <laughs> with backwards toilets and windows. That, that is leading in... That is my segue into Ashley and I had a day together where that was just my constant joke of we're simple people whenever I tried to explain away bullshit. Great. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. Um, yeah, that was really fun. Uh, Ashley and I went to Scarecrow Video, uh, local landmark. That was, that was really fun. Local landmark for me, at least. No, honestly, if I lived no, here, it'd it is be a landmark. Well. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's fantastic. If a place has been, like, threatened with shutdown and demolishment and the people, local community saves it from that, that's a local landmark, in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. Um... But yeah, that's great. That's an amazing, like, used and partly new, like, DVD and video store. It's like a media store, yeah. It's, yeah. it's all video media, basically. It's like half rental store, half buying store, and I know this the percentage that work out, but then half museum. Yes. it. <laughs> I found shit that I didn't expect, like, uh, for sci-fi fans out there, just seeing a poster of uh, the Australian-made... Um, Ultraman series, Ultraman Towards the Future. Yeah, that was wild. really cool. Um, Took a photo of that. Yep, uh, hang up my man, my Ultraman. Your um, Ultraman. Uh, also seeing like a folder that had 
all of the episodes to a very little-known uh, cult classic, Blake 7, which is a super good but very depressing dystopic uh, rebellion sci-fi series. So it's fake. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, also seeing uh, the porno DVD that involves Daleks. Oh, nice. Yeah. We did go to the porno section. Yeah, I mean, Ash- you have to go to the porno section. Ashley, to me, was like, if you don't want to go, that's fine. I went, no, why wouldn't we go? <laughs> why, why did you think you would have a problem with that? I don't know. I mean, she, she's being considerate. No, for sure. The thing is that, like, nine times out of ten, like, you go, like, hey, wouldn't it be funny we're going to go to the porn section? And then it's like, yeah, we're in the porn section. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's just kind of awkward and, like, well. <laughs> we are here. We did it. We did find pirates. We did find pirates. God. Oh, that super expensive one, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's sequel. I didn't know it had a sequel. Yeah, but does the sequel have a budget? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Probably. No, because I remember, like, that initial one was supposed to be, like, so much money to make, right? That was the thing? Yeah. No, it... For... Yeah. Yeah. For for the type of film they're making. <laughs> sure. Okay. The fact that there is just a sexless version of that included on the DVD is so What? Amazing. Why? Uh, it, it's so you can put that on, like, at a, at a party and, like, hey, isn't this funny? Or like, hey, we need a DVD to put on in the video store. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Listen. A Scarecrow would a hundred percent play the sexless version of that. God. Oh yeah. Uh, um. Then we went to Museum of Pop Culture. That's really fun. That's a that's a great place. I feel like lesser known. Yeah, like. Yeah, I didn't know about it until you told me about it. But it's it's a really cool place with a lot of really cool stuff in it. Yeah, uh, first, uh, we got, so, the current, like, main, uh, exhibit there is the Marvel exhibit, we'll get to that, but, uh, Ashley primarily sold it to me with the sci-fi, fantasy, and horror sections. Uh, yeah, we started in the sci-fi. Yeah, that was really cool, just seeing stuff like models and suits, and also even just, like, seeing the actual, like, hoverboards from Back to the Future Part 2. Oh, it's wild. Yeah, like, and looking at them up close and seeing, like, the wood underneath. Yeah. Like, that's really fucking cool. Um, uh, see, like, the models from Alien. Yeah, like, a lot of Alien props they got. Like, even an annotated script from, like, Ridley Scott. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, also just seeing stuff like, oh, hey, robot designs over the years, like, how they change. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's really cool, honestly. Um... Then we went to horror section because that was right next door, and uh, like that, yeah, that's just fun. I, they got a lot of weird actually, stuff. Give me the description you were given about it because it really does sum it up perfectly. It's like a rich high school uh, haunted house. Yeah, like the haunted house. Very that we specific. Do for, like, an open day. It ever like exactly yeah, right. Sure. Like. Uh, there are a lot of props in glass cases, including the weirdest gizmo prop from uh, Gremlins. Yeah, it looks yeah, bad. Like, there's nothing wrong. Well, I mean, with it's the... not alive. No, no, no. But like, it is on its back. It looks like it had a horrible oh, death. Oh no! It looks like it was choked. Oh no! Because it's dead, spread eagled in the glass cabinet, and its eyes are like milky white. Oh god! And its mouth bad. is open as well. Bad. It's super fucking dead. Um, 
uh, actually did make me go through a maze of hanging bodies, which was fucked oh, up. Oh, gross. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't sound fine. I just turned around at one it's point, fine. and Ashley was just like there, and she was just like beckoning me through. I was like, oh no. Oh, no, no. I did the tilted yeah, head yeah, smile. Yeah, yeah, she did. Very bad. Um, my, okay. Uh, like, the props were seriously really cool. I did love that. Uh, two of my favorite things. One was the actual uh, switchboard from Frankenstein. Oh, cool. Like, that was super fucking cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, that's just something you don't expect to see. Yeah. Uh, another one was... Uh, <laughs> it's just, like, a whole section, of course, devoted to Bram Stoker's Dracula. And, like, all the myths associated with the vampires and the origins sure. and stuff. And it's, like, in a little, like, church... Uh, section like it's very themed after that. Yeah, and there's like stained glasses, uh, stained glass depictions of like oh you know like a wooden stake and a heart and like uh, the sexual el- like a yeah, mirror. And, like the sexual uh, power empowerment of vampires. But my favorite part of that was the stained glass depiction of just garlic. I'm gonna pull up a picture for Molly because please uh, do. I was like, listen, I fucking love garlic, but uh. God damn. <laughs> Not this much. Well, okay, maybe this much. I just wouldn't advertise it this way. What if you had the option to have... Wow, that sure is that. <laughs> that is even bigger than I was expecting. No, it's like this... It's like torso big. It's a full window. Yeah, it's a full window, and like time and effort was put into it. I thought you were talking about like a mosaic situation. No, no, but no, no this is a whole... Just a glass window it's a of glass garlic. window. You can see through it. Like, it's... Incredible. So- <laughs> it's very powerful stuff. Oh, they also had a Hellboy's uh, like fist and gun from the movie. That was that's dope. That's really fucking cool. Um, also like one of the original Tron suits. Oh, yeah, super good. It, it it's something, and it's like a lot of museums like like they like they can get very heady about stuff, and like this is still gets very heady about stuff. But I'm glad that it gets heady about things, and it cares about things that are. Sometimes not as much. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and then we went to fantasy afterwards, which, again, really cool. You have to open a big-ass door. Of course. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm just going to come out. My favorite thing was uh, behind some steel bars. There's the exhibit for... <laughs> you lost it. So, I went through, like, honestly, half the stages of grief. Okay. Because it was, it was an exhibit behind... Steel bars in brick of the invisibility cloak from Harry Potter. There's nothing in there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm once again pulling up a picture. Incredible. That's it. Amazing. It's an empty fucking jail cell. God. Like, Ashley pulled me over and was like, what, what? Oh, I I actually, oh, that's cool. Wait. No, I said like, oh, this is it's cool that they have this. God. Yeah, that's right. And I was just like I walked away angry and then I came back mad that I didn't think of that first. Like, you fuckers. Great. There's like this plaque is just like you you assholes. Yeah. It's an invisibility cloak. I, the thing I realized was it's got, like, a little magic eye, like, diagonal line depiction underneath the visible Yeah. Because from far away, it then looks like there's writing. There's something there. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, I better look. Wait a second. 
Fuck. Uh, and that also was next to a giant dragon. Oh, okay. That cool. was big. Yeah. That was big. It big. Um. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, f- I'm still very much a little kid in some ways. Uh, because I didn't tell you this, Ashley. I was a little scared by that dragon. Oh, jeez. Oh, There's like something where it's like in museum exhibits. I'm like, oh, uh, this is real. <laughs> it's in a museum. They can't lie. They can't that lie. Is actually, my mindset. <laughs> There's that animal plant documentary where they're like, and like we found like possible proof of dragons, and at the, at the beginning of it, they like this is a fictitious thing, and it's like all like scientists extrapolating of like how like dragons could exist. <laughs> but I missed that part. Oh no, Ashley! And so I'm reading this, and they got like you know like and like oh you know it's they're explaining like the biology of like dragons. I'm like oh holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen, I fall for that same shit when it comes to aliens. Like, it's fine. Oh, boy. It happens. Listen, like, if, if Twitter was around when I saw this, I would have been oh, like, no. guys, did you see? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would have become a Twitter moment for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, also, uh, really cool in there was actually, like, early magic cards. Yeah. Magic the Gathering. Yeah, I've heard about these. Yeah, uh, there's a picture. The one with the stickers and stuff. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, also really cool was, like, so they had, like, a, oh, what's your character archetype, uh, quiz. Sure. And very much in, like, uh, Disney's animated Robin Hood slash Red Wall style, like, it's all these different, like, basically D&D classes attributed to, like, anthropomorphic animals. Sure. Um, and for different things, they had them with different props, so it's, like, uh, you know, here's, here's a prop for a movie, uh, where the character's clearly, like, a Part what trickster, for example. Okay. So they had the helmet from one of the shitty taunting French soldiers from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Okay. Where it's him, like it's just these assholes who yell from the yeah. castle. Yeah. Uh, just real dumbass shit. Yes. Just grade school shit. And their little character class was the Warbringer. <laughs> Which I thought was a really nice touch. God. Um, also cool shit was the, uh, two rapiers from, uh, The Princess Bride between Inigo Montoya and the Six-Fingered Man, which is- Oh, cool. Like, that's real cool. Yeah. They had had some good Wizard of Oz shit, which you were like, oh yeah, I guess that's fantasy. Yeah, like, I just- Yeah. I never considered that to be, like, fantasy-ass fantasy. That's because it's, like, so old, I think, and it, like, is partially rooted in- like, people talk about, like, talk about Kansas when they talk about it. Well, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's a musical. And, like, that's, for some reason, it... Wait. I mean, Wicked's a musical. Well, okay, I associate with Wicked part of that, but also, uh, I associate with musical because, as a little kid in elementary school, we performed it as a musical. Okay, okay. That's... So, it's just kind of locked okay. in my brain. I'll accept way. it now. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we got to the Marvel exhibit... Uh huh. That was a really good exhibit. It was really cool, really well done. I was surprised at the things oh, they had. Oh yeah. So, uh, nice thing. They won me over immediately because when you enter, like, there's like a four-minute little intro video about the history of Marvel, where it started, and I'm glad it's not all about Stan Lee. First of all, sure. And it actually does give a lot of credit to like Jack Kirby, which is good. I'm glad more people are learning about Jack Kirby these days. He's the one responsible for a lot of it. Yeah. 
and he got fucking nothing. Um, but then also, like, they had a little, uh, interactive thing where it was like, oh, I was look at uh, some of the other prolific people who are part of Marvel and its history and its foundation, and one of them was, uh, let me pull up her name specifically. Where was it? Oh god, yes, I have the picture. Um, Flo Steinberg, who was Stan Lee's assistant at the time. She was the one who handled, like, every tour of the offices, uh, every meeting, every invitation. Yeah. Uh, she was, like, every Marvel team member, like, knows her. Yeah. From those days. And later on, like, she, she was born in 1939. She returned in the 90s as a proofreader and continued until 2007. Jeez. She's a fucking part of the institution, like... Clearly. Uh... But it was cool to see, like, such... Them actually really talk about a uh, female figure in the industry. Yeah. Uh, at least one of the earliest ones uh, that wasn't directly tied with the actual creation of comics. Sure. And then we also saw, like, the very first issue of Marvel Comics yeah. ever released. I-, I showed that photo to someone at work today, and they're like, oh, was it mint condition? I'm like, well, as good as you can you're get. You're never going to find, like, I don't think you can ever find mint condition. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's... Yeah, no. comics are old. Yeah. Like, they are pre-World War II era. Like... Yeah. <laughs> um... Like, the fact that it just has a few creases and maybe, like, a tear or two on the, the cover the is, like... The fact that the colors are just as vibrant as they are is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But, um, yeah, like, the first issue involving the Human Torch, like, before Fantastic Four, Human Torch, where he's an android, and, like, Namor, the Submariner. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, they also had, like, a lot of prolific, uh, like, issue one covers blown up, like Captain America punching Hitler in the face and things like that. Hell yeah. Um, they had, like, actually, how fucking wild is it that they had just original Steve Ditko inkings of, like, the origins of Spider-Man fucking... It, it's so, so wild, because, like, the, the, like, the little blurb next to it said, thought lost for decades. These were anonymously donated to the Library of Congress in 2007. Wow. It's like, like, what? These are not just, like, pages from the comic. These are not, like, the comic itself. These are, like, the original black and white inks on, like, um... Like, just huge, like, white, like paintings. Like, white backboard. Or not paint, like, yeah, yeah. like, the original inkings before going to color and, pr- and print uh, of just things like, oh, Spider-Man first trying out his web for the first time in comic history. Yeah. And also having, like, the... I- iconic, like, issue 15 of Spider-Man, like, when it was in only an amazing fantasy. Sure. Like, not even his own comic series yet. Yeah. Um, like, that was an amazing, that's one of the rarest fucking comics. Like, that's maybe second to action comics number one with Superman. Like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Fucking wild. They had a, they had a lot of, like, you know, first issue artwork of, like, a lot of famous ones, like, the, the first issue of Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, they had a lot of costumes, obviously, from the movies and props from the movies. Yeah, like, definitely Black Panther. I'm glad there was, like, a lot of Black Panther stuff going on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because also just those costumes are fucking immaculate. Seeing up close, uh, we saw, like, the Thor Ragnarok uh, outfit up close. You know, there's, like, discs on his chest and stuff? Yeah. Those have, like, filigree detailer on the edges. It's crazy. Like, actually, I was saying, that's stuff people won't see in movies. Yeah. 
and it's but they put it on there yeah yeah and it's like just the fact that you know it says like holy shit right um there's Uh, spider-man homecoming like his homemade outfit which is really cool uh yeah they had some stuff from like the netflix series oh yeah um uh, they had the Iron Man outfits, which even, like, as someone who is, like, not into Iron yeah. Man, was still pretty cool to yeah. see. Especially, like, the first one, where it's, like, the one he made in the cave, because that's a Stan Winston piece. Like, that's, that man is... Yeah. Th- that is synonymous with, like, the Terminator and Predator as props. Yeah, we also had the Terminator that's true, there. we forgot. There was actually the Terminator. He at. was there. He was there. He was just hanging out. He was there. Um, he's doing good. Uh, Ash and I took a selfie with Spider-Man. That's pretty good. I yeah. mean, it was just a, it was they, a statue, they, but it was really good. No, it was the actual Spider-Man. <laughs> well, uh, they, they had a bunch of like photo ops, like one where you're like sitting on the couch with the while thing you, while you're both sleeping. Um, uh, yeah, the Spider-Man one was really good because he's like hanging upside down, but like giving a like a peace sign. Yeah, that was one where it was like we both agreed. The other ones, photo ops, we took turns taking pictures for each other. That one, I was like, we need to take a selfie of Spider-Man. Yeah, like you need a selfie. You gotta. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we, uh, they definitely had some more, like, modern stuff. Yeah. Because, like, definitely a lot of it was based on, like, you know, like the history of... Sure. So, they, but they had, like, a big blown up of, uh, like, the first issue of Mrs. Marvel. And even, like, a, like, statue of Kamala Khan. Yeah, that's cool. That was really cool to see. You were so excited, Ashley. I was very excited. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, but the, the, the kind of full, cool final thing. Okay, well, first, okay, because... So, just before that, um, there was a point where I was like, they know what they're doing. Because there was a... In the Spider-Man section, there were two animated cells from the very first animated Spider-Man series. The one which is... The one which people used to make memes out of. Yeah, the, the one where it's like two Spider-Mans like pointing at yeah. each other. And right. it's like... And the, cell, the cells are J. Jonah Jameson holding out his arms... With, like, his legs out, and the other cell is just Spider-Man the distance on his back. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and there's just a blurb next to it that says, Very few cells from this series survived. <laughs> so I was like, okay, they know what they're doing. They included this. Yeah. They didn't need to, but they did. God. I, I, I want to, like, be in the meeting where, like, those get brought up. <laughs> and then, um, and also before, like, the very end, Ash is about to mention, they had a poll, which was really cool. Like, you could just vote for your favorite character out of, like, the one selectable. Um. Uh, number one was uh, Spider-Man, yeah. which, yeah. you know. Uh, number two was Black Panther. Yep. Number three, Groot. People like trees. And Vin Diesel. <laughs> and he's above Iron Man, because Iron Man's, like, like, number five or something. Nice. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. Hell yeah. Eat shit, Iron Man. Fuck you, Tony Stark. Fuck Tony Stark. It was also cool to see uh, Mrs. Marvel beating out Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. Like, seeing, like, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel fucking beat her out is so good. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I mean, like, isn't, like, Captain Marvel, like, a weird fascist now? A little bit. I thought I read something about that. I, listen. That may not be the case right now, but that has most likely happened within the past three years. Eh, I don't know yeah. anything about comics. Yeah. Listen, they made cap. They made fucking cap and Nazi at some point. Like, yeah. Who the fuck knows what's going on over there? Uh, not to push this along, but we've been talking about this stuff for a very long time, and also have questions. That's true. That we should probably I'm sorry. answer. No, it's okay. 
But the very last thing, the very last thing the exhibit. Oh, okay, yeah. It, it listen, this it, it's worth it. Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't doubt you. Very last scene. Do you say Ashley? You was, you'd say you're very excited. It's the original costume from the first live-action Captain America, not the one with Chris Evans, the other one, where in that movie twice. He steals a car from someone innocent. God. First from an old man, and then later on his love interest. Great. Straining them both out in the middle of yes. nowhere. Yes. It's not my Captain America. Uh, I, w- I will also state for the record that he abandons the first guy and steals his car. Because he's just woken up and he sees that he has he's driving a Volkswagen... And that he has, like, a Yamaha, like, Walkman. <laughs> so he's like, oh, no, the Axis won. Oh, God. <laughs> Great. Um, also, real quick, uh, we, we also saw Ocean's 8 as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, We went and saw Ocean's 8. That's a... Listen, yeah, no, we can talk about that. That's gay culture, that, yeah, baby. Yeah, it is gay culture. Uh, good movie. I liked it. Really funny. Yeah, it was actually super funny. Uh, everyone's good in that movie. Everyone gets an equal, like, share. Yeah. Um, everyone's just there to have a good time. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yes. I don't have, like, a lot of deep feelings on it. No, I think no. it was just a good time. Yeah. More than anything else. Yeah. yeah. And if you really like Ocean's Eleven still, definitely go watch this. Yeah, absolutely. Or if you just want to see a girl heist movie, go yeah. watch it. Like, a really well done, like, slick production of a girl heist movie. Go see this. I think that's basically right, yeah, like that, the majority of our Seattle adventures. Yeah. All right, you want me to uh, give you some questions? Uh, yeah. We, uh, we asked for some questions. Um, you can find us on Twitter at TMRadioCast. Uh, uh, at Gmail at TransmissionQuestions at gmail.com. Uh-huh. And then I believe the oh, Tumblr boy. is TransmissionPodcast.tumblr.com. Yes, Crushed we did it. it. Nailed it. Woo. Got there. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Ashley, what we got? Uh, from at Melodic Book Nerd. Any ideas on a androgynous hairstyle for long curly hair? Also, what a wear that's androgynous in the summer. Hmm. Uh, hmm. So, think- in terms of long curly hair, um... Like, tying up into a bun, if you can. Sure. I, I, won't lie, I don't have much experience with curly hair. I don't either. curly hair. Yeah. Um, like, my androgynous look, I, like, I kind of I kind of have curly hair if I let it grow. You have the curly of us, I think, I'd say. Yeah, out of us. Yes. Which is not to say much, but... But uh, enough. <laughs> uh, I would usually just cut it short, but that's just because I like it short. That's fair. Right. Um... Find yourself some good updos, like different ways to put it up instead of just a regular ponytail or even just a bun. Um, yeah, hairbands. You can find some uh, interesting yeah. stuff. Hairbands, so you get the hair out of your face as well. I think probably hats always help. Hats do help. Yeah. That's true. Uh, trying to think. Yeah, I'll look up like hairstyle in terms of, like stomach androgynous uh, styles, like. You know, knee length shorts. Yeah, yeah, knee length like, shorts will you, do that. You can find that you saw some decent like 
uh, men's shorts from like reasonable outlets. Um, Board shorts. <laughs> uh, live that um, short sleeve, t- uh, so- short sleeve button up shirt lifestyle. Tanks. Tanks work. Tanks. Yeah. Tanks definitely work. Uh, what else would also work? Um, oh, oh, sleeveless hoodies. Yeah. I don't. I think it might be hard to find those. I don't know where you get them. Make them yourself. Well, no, okay. uh, go to like some uh, anywhere that's like reasonably priced cheap, and you usually find them in like active wear sex- sections. Okay. Because uh, that's like a really good thing to have because a lot of the time when you're actually like going out for runs or doing exercise, uh, your arms heat up a lot. I was going to say, that does sound like jogging wear. Yeah. Uh, also, especially if you. It's aimed at the sort of person like me who wears their phone on like uh, a bicep strap. Oh, our so band kind of deal. Also, like going out for runs. Sure. Um, definitely check that out. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of. Um, yeah, it's kind of my suggestions at the moment. Sure. Oh, get some nice sandals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sandals, sandals are, good. are nice. Yeah, there's a lot of good different styles out there, like nice and utilitarian and unisex. Get those, like. Plain, you know, brown, leatherish. Uh, Everybody's wearing flip flops these days too. Yeah, just get some, just get some decent flip flops. Uh, from at uh, Barry Lenore or Barrel Nor. There we go. Uh, do you have any advice on meeting local trans people or even just support groups, especially in an area that isn't as trans centered as Seattle or San Francisco? I feel that the majority of trans women I know online live in a handful of major cities. Okay, I feel like I can answer this one. Okay, go, Julie. Yeah, uh, we were part of the Great Migration, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, we moved. All right. Uh, Yeah, like, that is the extreme, which is, hey, if there's no one uh, in your your town and you want to move, like, look into that if that's possible. It's on the table. Like, that will always be on the table. I'm not going to present that like it's a super realistic, super accessible option. Uh, that's kind of like when people yeah. go like, oh, with how bad some countries are going, just migrate. No, shut up. That's yeah, not that's easy. Not, yeah, no. Yeah. We should all go to Canada. No. Like, you know, that's not how Canada works. Yeah. Um, also, every country has its own problems. Like, come on. Yeah, really. Uh, I would suggest uh, there are websites like, I think, I think meetup.com is one. Basically, there are a lot of websites catered towards, uh, like, people looking for other people um, in a very platonic, like, friendly sort of way. Usually, not gonna lie, a lot of those are, like, board game meetups, because, like, that's one of the main ways people find D&D groups and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, online resources like that, uh, forums as well, uh, like, local subreddits, too, uh, that are, like, trans-friendly and queer-friendly. I've actually found those to be super helpful in terms of not even, like, for myself. Uh, mostly just when I'm trying to help others like, find these communities. Sure. Uh, bookstores. Bookstores are really good, especially, like... if Yeah, yeah, yeah. They host a lot of meetups and stuff like yeah, that. This- In addition to that, libraries. Yes, thank you. Libraries, definitely. Um, yeah, like, community spots which are free and open to the public. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Uh, if, if you have some sort of, like, bulletin board that is, like, communal and open... Uh, check that out. You will be surprised sometimes. Um, also, if you at least know one, know one other person in the area and, like, none of that helps, 
post one yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. If be, you feel comfortable with it. Yeah. If you feel comfortable, yeah. Be safe. Uh, be reasonable. But yeah. Uh, also, like, uh, local businesses as well. Aside from uh, bookstores as well, can also surprise you. Like even uh, cafes and stuff that advertise as being very open and inclusive, and specifically to queer and trans people. Uh, they will sometimes also have like. Hey, we're doing this theme night or something, or hey, we have uh, this event coming up, or even just like hey, we've got a bulletin board ourselves. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of smaller businesses will have like community outreach stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's honestly one of the major benefits of local community small business is that no matter what, they want to keep the community together. And uh, yeah, you will sometimes be surprised. It's not always the case, but. Uh, I've been happily surprised by a lot of more provincial, rural communities that aren't, uh, super, like, populated, like, Seattle and San Francisco, and I, I live in Sydney, Sydney's, like, pretty good, clearly it's one of the major cities of the world, but at the same time, it's, in terms of, uh, our own comparisons, it's like Melbourne, for example, or, on the other side of things, it's not like, uh, Western Australia, where, Everything may be spaced out, and there's not nearly as many people, but because there's not nearly as many people, the community is a little more tight-knit. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of in that weird middle space, which can be frustrating sometimes. Um, but yeah, if you even find one person, it more like you will find more through them, or together you will find more. Yeah. So I hope that helps, really. Yeah, make one connection and make many connections. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then from at Pidmon, Happy Hangouts, what are some good board games or party games you'd recommend? Any grocery shopping tips? Is there a magic to getting started on executive defun- dysfunction problems? Are there any surprises you found in Seattle, Julie? <laughs> uh, I'm going to get out in front of the... I, listen, if I could tell you how to fix your executive dysfunction problems, I wouldn't have them either. Yeah. It's hard. I don't know what the solutions are to that. It's, it's a very personal battle. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, we talked on a self-care episode, like, very, like, start with small routines. Yeah. And build yourself up. Don't try and tackle things too big. And also, don't beat yourself up if you still have these issues. Yeah, because they don't just go away just because you started a routine. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, start with something small, start with something necessary, and work your way up is the best way, I think, to approach that. Yeah. Uh, any board games people recommend? Uh, the House on Haunted Hill. Betrayal at the House on Haunted Hill is always a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it can take a bit of a, like, lead up to it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, the payoff's there, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I personally like card games a lot. You may, some people may not know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but drafting games like Seven Wonders, uh, there's deck building games like the DC deck builder games by Kripzolic. Um, those are... Always a good time, I find. They also have, like, Naruto versions, so if you want to really get out there, get get on some stuff, <laughs> that's where to do it. Um, trying to think of what other board games I've played. A lot of people recommend um, Stargate, I think. Oh. I think the... Yeah. Or am I thinking of a different sci-fi board game? I think it's... No, Battlestar Galactica. That's oh, the one yes, I'm thinking yes, of. I've heard I'm sorry, not Stargate. That. Yeah, a lot of people recommend that one. It sounds like it takes a long time to play, 
or it can. So if you're going to do that one, make it a night. Uh, if you're familiar with it, it's online. To, you know, it's a, there's a video game version of it too, but also uh, Ticket to Ride is fun. Oh, Ticket oh, to Ride is so great. Oh, uh, Sentinels of the Multiverse is another good fun game. About uh, fighting villains. Yeah. Codenames is also pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Julie is desperately searching on her phone for something. There is a name I can't remember. I saw it today. Oh, okay, found it. Um, so I really like games involving some sort of miniatures. I just love that tactile sense. Um, one which is called Scraplands. Uh, I believe the ones I'm going to list are primarily from Osprey Games, uh, their UK publishing company. So Scraplands is fun because it is a uh, very light, very quick, comparatively, uh, like, how do I put it, war game. Um, we, the best thing is it's built in mind with you being able to use miniatures from other games that you already own. Oh, that's cool. So in lower the promotion materials, like a mixture of things from like uh, Warhound and Steamforged and Warhammer and stuff. It's really fun. Um, Gaslands is great. Gaslands is cool because the setting is like, oh, you're, it's a Mad Max style, like televised running man style event. But it, the game encourages you to go out, buy some Hot Wheels and customize them. Yeah, okay. Because you actually then create your own like arena racetrack. And like positioning actually matters in that game. That's pretty good. So it's fun to, and because it's like that sort of Mad Max style aesthetic, just be messy. Just super right, good. fuck it like, up. Just put some plastic and metal on some, like, monster truck Hot Wheels. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, just buy, like, a Ghostbusters Hot Wheels and just soup it up. Like, <laughs> have fun with that. Um, another game I like is Mysterium, which isn't, uh, like, a miniatures-based game. It's a bit more card game, but I really like asymmetric play where one person is involved with a completely different job than the rest of the group. Uh, Mysterium is... Uh, one person is a ghost, and everyone else is a group of psychics that have been called to solve a murder mystery at a mansion. And this, the whole game is the pl- person playing the ghost gives out these cards which only have art on them, and all have surreal imagery with no words, and each person has to try and put together the mystery using these cards. Oh, jeez. And the funniest thing is, if you're if the person playing Ghost isn't in a different room from you, you can just see in the background sometimes, while you're all chatting and guessing, you can just see the person going the, playing the Ghost going like, no, you fucking idiots. No, it's not. Stop it. <laughs> and, like, when one person finally solves a mystery, nine times out of ten, the person playing the Ghost goes, you, you were so fixated on the hook. Why the hook? <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you? There were birds in that picture. No one mentioned the birds. <laughs> God. Like, it's really fun because, yeah, I just love that fun frustration. That fun sure. frustration. The fun, the fun frustration. Yeah. It's a hard line to walk, but it's good when they do it. Right. Um, I also heard of one called, I think, Phoenix. Uh, look it up. It is from the creator of the uh, Eberron campaign in 4th edition D&D for anyone who likes D&D out there. Okay. Uh, it is Fantasy Destiny. Oh, weird. Because you all play as people... Uh, so your fir- for character creation, you play as these randos, and how how you die the first time uh, determines your starting class. And 
from there on, you are someone, you play as, as a phoenix, someone who, whenever they die, they are resurrected and gain new skills because of that. Oh, okay. So, it's really, like, friendly in that regard, and uh, it's primarily card-based. The art's really cool. Also, all the cards... Well, you're gonna love this. Uh-huh. The entire card system is based on the tarot. Oh, cool. Like, yeah. everyone has a title. The card art is very similar to that uh, art style. That's dope. It's a really cool aesthetic. Uh, I definitely recommend that. Um, oh, shit. Uh, Love Letter is a very good basic game yep. that you will play like 40 rounds of in a row. <laughs> uh, excellent game. Oh, also another one, which is um, if you want to have fun, but you don't want to play Monopoly, but you kind of want that similar feeling, Machikoro. Because it is about you and your rivals trying to build the best town. And it's basically like, oh, uh, you get the starting budget. I'm going to use it to buy bakery. Oh, great. And every time uh, the bakery has like, uh, you use like six-sided die for this. So the bakery has like uh, the numbers two and three attached to it. So whenever someone rolls a two or three, oh, you get money for the bakery. I'm going to use money to buy another bakery. I just doubled up my uh, my money because I've got two bakeries and so on and so forth. And nice. It's really fun. It's very cute. And it's got a very like nice, clean aesthetic to it in terms of the presentation, the cards, and uh, the like, actual coins you use. Yeah, uh, Sushi Go is a very cute yeah Sushi Go game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot of games. That's we've a lot, of, a lot of games. Yeah, and um, all these. Uh, I think we've given a range of stuff that's like from two to eight player. <laughs> like, yeah, um, do what you will. There's another one I've played like once or twice called Arcadia Quest, which is a very involved, uh, like it's a miniatures game. It's an RPG uh, without a without a GM or anything like that. There's a campaign system in there. It's very cool. Um, it is expensive to get, but uh, it has minis, and I do believe they're paintable. Oh yeah, uh, for monsters and heroes. So it's very cool. It's a uh, very neat game. Style. Yeah, it's a cute little art style. Uh, it's it's very fun to play. I will I will say that I've played it. Uh, it is very good. Right. Uh, I think we just got. Any grocery tips? I do not have grocery I'm the last person you should ask about grocery tips. I have some... Uh, my one grocery tip is to uh, kind of follow the same route. Yep. Okay. And sometimes even go down aisles that you know you don't really need anything from. Yep. Just because it'll give you, like, some time, like, to, like... If you, like, forgot something, it may jog your memory and... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like seeing something like, oh shit, I actually do need this. I didn't think about it when I was at home, but yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, my grocery tip, um, get real good at opening plastic bags. Molly Souls firsthand. I I'm not good <laughs> at opening plastic bags for vegetables. It said it had an arrow pointing to which side you should open. Wait, did it? Yeah. What? Yeah. No, oh, Julie. <laughs> this I'm is- a man for this. Listen. <laughs> Um, if we could only all be so lucky. <laughs> Truly. Oh, uh, Truly, Julie. God. Bad. <laughs> no good, actually. I'm into that. I'm, mm. I'm saving that one. All right. That's <laughs> um, the name of your sitcom. Oh, no. Okay, now it's bad. Nope, that's... You You already accepted it. You have to keep it. Damn it. Yep. Um... Um... Uh, okay, so main thing I do in groceries, and this is a very me thing, is... Uh, for, so 
when it comes to like fresh produce and stuff, I don't really like. I'm not extremely picky. Um, I like the thing I mostly pay attention to is expiry date and also uh, price per pound and things like that. Yeah. Um, and also just like uh, when it comes to like buying fresh produce, there are certain ways which you wouldn't expect to like pick out things. Like for example, an avocado. Uh, don't go by the exterior. Seriously, sometimes bruised fruit is, like, fine and bruised vegetables are okay. But with an avocado, for example, like, the way you tell is, like, just lightly press the top. And if you get a bit of squish, you're good. If it's hard, then you're going, something's going wrong. And if it's very soft, you don't want that one. Yeah, you got to fine lines yeah. here. Um, there's a lot of, like, good tips out there for actually buying fresh produce and, like... Absolutely. Yeah, and also, uh, yeah, wash your stuff when you get back from home. Um, but also... A uh, thing I really care about when it comes to nutritional value information is uh, snacks. Because I feel it's something that we all buy in a quantity which uh, can sometimes go overboard because we're all human and yeah. we don't like junk food. Why not? Uh, thing to look out for, honestly, you've got your saturated fats. That's the main thing. Uh, find that out. Also, sodium and sugar. Uh, those are the three things. And also, a lot of the time, it'll tell you uh, predominantly how much is per serving. So also check the serving size, which will be right above the information in, this, in that same nutritional table. It gives you a context for what those other numbers actually mean. Yeah, so it's like, oh man, it's only got one gram of, uh, one grams of saturated fat. Wait, this is like 10 servings. Hang on. Yeah. Like, that's a lot, actually. Um... Yeah, and things will be like, oh, this is very low trans fat, but it's got a lot of sodium. And the thing people who don't know about sodium is when you have, like, when you eat a lot of salt, it means you actually retain water more because your body is more thirsty. Your body needs that water. So it retains that water, which adds to bloat, adds to weight uh, and weight gain, things like that. Um, sugar, definitely. Sugar's the main one I just try and avoid a lot of the time. Sure. Um, it's damn near impossible, honestly. Yeah. So you just gotta, like, learn, hey, what's your limit? Uh... Anything, like, nearing triple digits, fuck no. Anything even in, like, mid-50s, I, I try and stay away from. Um, right. And like, it's cans also, of soda can get that high. Yeah, like, and you'll just find that, like, popcorn and such shit, and it's like, what the fuck? Popcorn's so good, though. Yeah, but popcorn's the most susceptible one, because, like, oh, man, tr uh, saturated fat's down, sodium's not too bad. Wait, hang on a second. <laughs> Sugar, Really? Uh, or, usually for, like, um, kettle corn style popcorn. Oh, I mean, like, kettle corn, yeah. Yeah, things like that. Um, when it comes to more savory stuff, it's like, oh, okay. oh your sugar's down, uh, saturated fat's down. Wait, hang on, that's a lot of sodium. There's <laughs> so much salt in this. That's so much salt. That's why it's so, so salty. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I... This is also the thing. No shame. I eat so much junk food and snacks. Yeah. But, just gonna learn your limits. And also, uh, try new things. Like, seriously, just try something new. I always... If I'm going regularly to the grocery store, uh, say I go, like, twice a week. One of those days, I'm going to pick something new I've either never tried before or a variant of something just to get out of my comfort zone. Sure. And if that, and also, you know, don't freak out about, you know, things being a dollar extra. Sometimes it's worth it. And then I think the last question was directed at me. <laughs> Any surprises in Seattle, I think. Oh, Silvio pedestrian crossings actually make sound. Yeah. That's not a thing I've seen in the rest of America. Uh, yeah, I think we talked about it. It just depends on where you are. Yeah. Uh, some of them in California do have that when I was living down there. Uh, most of them don't. But, like, yeah. I, I've been to LA. I don't remember that at all. 
in like the city. Yeah, because you're shit in LA anyway. Uh, LA's a shit show. I don't don't remember seeing that in San Francisco. Uh, uh, yeah. That might have changed. It's been a long time. I think that might depend on where you're at. Um, I'm not listen. I'm not gonna speak well for San Francisco. Oh sure, sure. I just have to like say that LA is shit because yeah. I'm not from there. Yeah, definitely one of the cities. That, uh, definitely in the like city part of Seattle. Uh, it also would say like what like street you're on and what you're. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Like it, it's not 100, percent but it was still like. So the only other time I've heard any pedestrian crossing indicator for uh, visually impaired uh, for visually impaired people was in Michigan in uh, like Rochester Hills, I think is the name of the town. But that's because they train guide dogs there. So, oh, sure. Uh, so the, the pedestrian crossing indication is a, a man's voice going, wait, wait. There is, they do have those here too. Oh, sure. When there's a button that you have to press, if yeah. you press it, wait. It's like, yeah. no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you know, you're not my dad. Um, but here, I actually heard the beep that yep. we get in Sydney. It's not the same one, but it's there. Um, yeah, there's a few different chirps depending on where you are in the city. Yeah, uh, but like New York City, fucking nothing. They, they don't got that shit. They're too good for that. Fucking, much. fucking New Yorkers. It's uh, just... Because instead you just hear, hey! hey! <laughs> I'm walking here! Oh, okay, so that's a pedestrian okay, crossing. Yeah, that's pedestrian crossing. <laughs> um, I think that's the main surprise. Like, everything else is like... Uh, it's not that I'm used to Seattle, but I've been here before. Uh, I've heard enough from Molly and Ashley and other friends. Like, Yeah. It's nothing too surprising. Um... I did like the fact that the shopping bags are just better. We got nice paper. Yeah. Again, that's a privileged city thing, but still it's like, oh, you have paper bags uh, that have handles and are pretty sturdy. Yeah, they work. Like, yeah. They're not just sacks as well. You didn't see them break, but they break on me all the time. Okay. Yeah, they do break. Uh, One thing that I've only seen in Seattle, maybe it's like in other places now, but like if you're getting like a big thing at like, a Target that isn't, like, heavy, like, for, like, instance, like, paper towels. Mm-hmm. They will, like, put a fucking, like, strap with, like, sticky bits on it. Oh! It, yeah, you'll just fucking carry it. That's all around. It's also so they can uh, know that they actually marked it. Ah. Yeah. Uh, it's a okay. security measure on top of being a convenience thing. You would know this, Molly. I would know because I worked there. <laughs> yeah. I only... I didn't notice it when I lived in Florida. I only started noticing it when it was in Seattle. Yeah, I mean, they could have rolled it out on the West Coast first or something. But, yeah, it's been like that for a good while. Yeah, um, otherwise, nothing that's too surprising. I've always compared Seattle to Melbourne in terms of Australia. Sure. It's very progressive. It's very nice. Um, Things work well. It's very similar in terms of, like, the aesthetic of the city. Uh, it's, It's a beautiful city. I think it will always surprise me the fact that it's like there's so many trees, it's so green. It's really nice. Wait, uh, I know it. I know it's surprising for you. Yeah. How fucking late the sun stays out. No. Okay. Well, I've only really been to America during winter months because I, le- I, you know, I go on a summer holiday in Australia. Um. It was sunny until like two hours ago, and it's it's like, eleven o'clock yeah. right now. What? PM. Yeah, no, uh, during, like, summer solstice, I think the sun is up at past 10 p.m. What? Yeah. Who needs that? Not me. Okay. I don't fucking... I, I'll say this, you know, disclaimer, I know a lot of people have, like, seasonal affection disorder, and this is really nice for them. Like, that's... Hey, cool. Yeah, great for you. I, I'm talking more on just, like, 
I can't fathom this because in Australia, even the latest the sun stays out during summer, the peak of summer is like eight o'clock max. I don't fuck with that. <laughs> the sun's staying out that late? No, no, no. I'm not out there. Uh, yeah, I hate it. I can't sleep when the sun is up. Uh, so I have to like wait for that and then wait for it to cool off a little bit. Oh, see, that's not my problem. My problem is, like, the heat will be my problem, especially in Australia. Yeah. My problem is more just, like, why? It's- I mean, it throws my internal clock all the way off because it's still like, oh, it's still sunny. Like, it must be so early. And it's like, oh, wait, no, it's 830. Where's my day gone? <laughs> For me, it's more just, like, my brain reacts the same way I would react as if, like, I come into a, like, a room with plenty of windows at midday and the light is on. I'm like, why would you do this? Sure. Who let the light on? You know, we, uh, like, bought something right as it was, like, 8 o'clock, and yeah. that then, like, the guy was like, okay, good night. Like, have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no, I was like, no, have a good day. <laughs> yeah. That was a fucking power play, actually. <laughs> um, trying to think, uh, yeah, oh, you know what, um, this isn't really a surprise, this is more just a nice, pleasant thing, uh. I forgot how fun it is to just drive around with friends and, like, sing along with music and listen to oh, bands. Oh, yeah, it was great. Because, like, I don't ride in cars nearly that often. And what I do with my, like, partner, you know, we're chilling. We're, like, pointing out stuff, and we usually, we're the sort of per- people to, like, go to a destination, get there as quickly as possible, and enjoy our time there. Y'all should do some singing. Yeah. Uh, well, like, listen, when Shut Up and Dance comes on the radio, of course you have to gotta sing it. Gotta sing it. You gotta sing it. Um, but otherwise... No, like, it was really fun, like, uh, us seeing all three of us on the way to see Ocean's 8, and then, like, uh, riding with Ashley, us training music, that was really fun. Yeah. Like, it, really, like, lovely times. Yeah. I've Cars had, are important for that shit. Yeah. Bonding experiences. Yeah. I've had a lot of time just being, just showing Jules, like, music videos. <laughs> Hey, God. hey, we've traded music videos, we traded Toku and wrestling. It's we been watched great. a bunch of wrestling, yeah. We stayed up till 2.30 on the second night, just like, just talking shit. <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night, because I was sleeping, because I had work the next day. <laughs> and I woke up at like 2 a.m., because I thought we were being robbed. But no, <laughs> Julie and Ashley were just hanging out in the living room We were still. still fully clothed, still jackets on, in the kitchen, just still talking. Ashley, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you came out, you were What's just like, happening? <laughs> You were so confused. It was like two in the morning. We were talking yeah. about very important dumb stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we have any more questions, Ashley? Uh, no, that's it. Ah, right, cool. Okay, yeah, I think uh, I think that pretty much does it. This is just kind of a fun, chill one. Yeah. Uh, get you over, and uh, this will be our July release, I think. Uh, yeah. Julie, you're gonna be gone anyway. Yeah. Uh, we'll hopefully be back for August. Yeah, um, I, should things work out, I know you have more schooling and placements. Well, and my school should be fine. Work shouldn't be too much. Um, it will mostly just be settling because I'm moving. But even then, it's not hard to make time for transmission radio for sure. Um, yeah, no, I just wasn't. I had a really nice time here. I'm Seriously, so, I'm so glad to have you here. Yeah, like, it's, it's been, been so, so good. much fun. It's just been great having <sighs> you here. Yeah, and I'm really glad. I made the time to come here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I, I won't lie. When I first bought the ticket, I was like, man, this adds a uh, bit extra to the ticket. But now I'm like, I do not care. 
I, right. I genuinely do not care. This was. This has been like. You know, I'll take these memories with me for the rest of my life. Seriously. Yeah, Julie, we're so glad to host you. Yeah. Whenever you want, just tell us, and yeah. we will. We will have the living room open. Mm-hmm. I hey, if ever either of you two are able to come down to Australia, the same goes. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that knows? one's less likely. Not gonna happen, I, but we appreciate it. <laughs> no, I'll find a way. Damn it. <laughs> I have to get my passport updated. I still haven't done that. Oh, yeah. Ashley needs a passport. No, I got yeah. a passport. I, I got my passport oh. with my... Yeah, you did the whole thing when you did your changes, oh, right? Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. You two are thinking ahead. Yeah, You're halfway yeah. there. Uh, I mean, not like the... Like, no, well, but... Whatever. It's just whatever. Uh, Julie, where do you live online? You can find me at GatsbyLow. Uh, at the moment, right now, I'm still... Got my account on private mode. I will probably take that off at some point. Um... But yeah, uh, I'm also probably looking for a new job soonish, so we'll Just go see. right back up. But again, if you send me a uh, follow request, I'll be screening them. But uh, hey, I'm usually pretty cool with that stuff. If you're cool. Uh, yeah, I'm cool in that sense. I'm not cool in like the traditional sense of like, hey, Julie's cool. Like, yeah. um, no, Julie's cool. Yeah. 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 Um, what else? Uh, you can also find me on Audio Entropy, a few other shows. The Digital Moncast is still on hiatus just for so many scheduling reasons and just some personal stuff coming up. Um, you can find me on Let Me Type at Homestuck, OC Edition, which Molly oh, and God. I, we have recorded. We recorded again. And I have to edit episodes. And work. Listen, like... I want to do it. Molly, I, I want to do it. I know you're going to do it, but don't stress yourself too much. All right. Um, don't be too hard yourself. I will. Anyway, uh... You're leaving. You can't stop me. I know. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, I think that's primarily it for the time being. Yeah. Okay, cool. Ashley. Yes. You can find We're me... we find you on the internet. You can find me online at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can find all my other podcasts at audioentropy.com. And you can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Oh, wait. Oh, there's... Give Ashley your fucking money! (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Great. Uh, Good job, Julie. Thank you for that. Uh Uh-huh. Um... You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R. Uh, you can find me at rdntp.com on the thing Julie mentioned. Let me talk about Homestucker C edition. You can find me over on uh, Totally Reprise, which is Ashley and I's main show that we do together. Uh, you can find me at ineedmayo.com, where we're still talking about Kohe and Cambria, baby. Oh, God. Um, yeah. We'll have a, actually, uh, in the next like couple months, we'll have a special bonus episode of that, too. Uh, about something you wouldn't expect. Uh, so that'll be fun. Just just look out for that one. Um, and you can find me at patreon.com slash Molly Ryan back. Uh, is there... Oh, God. <laughs> Give Molly your fucking money. No, Give Molly you... your fucking money. I didn't need to run for that one. Yeah, no, Ashley's turn to run, I guess. Hi, Ashley. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay, uh, are you going to do the sign-off out here? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, until next time, you can just be you. You can just be you. You can just be you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Also, destroy every border. Fuck ice, etc., etc. Woo! Fuck them all. <laughs>